It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. At Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, the San Jose Sharks finish up their road trip with a chance to go 500, a big opportunity against the Philadelphia Flyers in their final game of the swing away from SAP Center. The Sharks picked up a very important win at Buffalo on Thursday. But tonight is not a chance to stop the bleeding. It's an opportunity to stop treading water. The Sharks have gone 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games, and they're 5-5 five and five in their last 10 road games, too. So this is another big opportunity to sweep a series against Philadelphia, a team that they beat on December 30th at home in overtime. Without question, Buffalo was a difficult place for the Sharks to play historically, and so when the team came up with the victory, head coach Bob Bugner was pretty satisfied. Yeah, absolutely. I thought that obviously we were ready to play. We played uh, uh, one of our better first periods in a long time. Um, you know, I thought, uh, I know they took the play to us late in the game. I think, you know, there's a little bit of fatigue there, uh, missing a few key guys that, uh, that would be playing in those situations. Um, you know, namely obviously, uh, Logan and Carly and guys like that. So, um, but I thought we came together and I thought we battled hard. We saw that, uh, you know, we sacrificed the body. We're blocking a lot of shots. Nice to see Hill, um, stand tall in there and, and, and give us some key saves. And uh, I just thought it was a good road win. Um, Buffalo played desperate and, uh, you know, and, and uh, we knew they'd come out hard in their push and they did. And, uh, you know, for the most part, we, we did good things defensively. Aiden Hill faced 22 shots in the third period alone from the hardworking Sabres, and he stopped 21. Bugner noted his goaltender's effort. It's huge for his confidence. And I think that, uh, um, you know, goalies are just like anybody else and players. And, and it's about... You know, being confident and feeling good, feeling good in the net. I think that we had a conversation and we talked about, you know, his good games, uh, the first game of the year, uh, how he played in Calgary, uh, how, how, uh, how well he played in Toronto. And, uh, you know, he just wasn't thinking. He came into camp very confident and, uh, um, you know, and, and get back to that, you know, a little have, have a little swagger in the net. And I thought he did that. And I think that, uh, that we fed off that. Um, he had, uh, um, you could tell that he was uh, zoned in and he had that swagger. A big part of the game concerned the way the Sharks started. They had one of their best first periods of the season, and they got going when Nick Bonino, reunited with Matt Nieto and Andrew Cogliano, started a forecheck that resulted in Matt Nieto's goal. The Bonino line out there. Bonino, Nieto. They throw it in deep into the offensive zone. And a bouncing puck. Well, Thompson's back there, stolen back. Side of the net, tipped in front. Nieto shoots and scores! Matt Nieto got the pass from Andrew Cogliano, and the Sharks are up 1-0. Here was Nieto's view from the ice surface in Buffalo. Uh, it just started from a great forecheck, you know. Uh, Bones wins a battle there and um, gets it to Cogs at the net front, and he makes a really good pass to me in the slot. Um, great heads-up play by him, and I was able to squeak one by. Nieto says he really enjoys playing on this line. Yeah, I, I just think we're three guys that, you know, work as hard as we can every single night, and... Um, you know, all three of us have been in the league for a long time. So, you know, whether the coach wants to put us against, you know, the other team's top line or, you know, we 
we're comfortable with any matchup and um, you know, we haven't really created offense the way we would like to. We think we've gotten a lot of chances, so it was nice to get one as a line and hopefully uh, more start coming. The big thing that the Sharks had in Buffalo was commitment. Even when the Sabres pushed back hard in the second and third periods, the Sharks got the goaltending from Hill and the players in front blocked 21 shots. Nieto talked about that. You know, obviously we don't want to be uh, playing D-zone as much as we were. We kind of got away from our forecheck. And, you know, they're a team that's not going to quit. So they, they, had, a, they had a push. And um, the, the thing about our D-zone this game compared to previous games is, you know, we had guys laying it on the line out there, uh, blocking shots, uh, just doing whatever you can to keep the puck out of the net. Defenseman Radim Shimek had six hits in the game, some of them really devastating. And head coach Bob Bugner noticed. Loved it. I think, you know, Simmer made an impact physically and, you know, he, he had, uh, you know, his ice time reflects that and, and how hard he played down low. He was jumping a check and uh, he was hard to play against. And that's that's what he has to bring on a nightly basis when he does. He's an effective player in our lineup. Bugner noted that with Captain Logan Couture and defenseman Eric Carlson out of the lineup, the Sharks needed a leadership step up and they got one from Tomas Hurdle. I thought that Tommy showed uh, uh, amazing leadership, and not just because he scored the game winner, but, uh, you know, he was sacrificed, and he was blocking shots, his changes. He was making, you know, smart offensive zone changes. He was, um, you know, making sure on the bench, holding guys, uh, you know, pumping guys up and, and uh, you know, positive uh, encouragement to other guys. And he was just very part of the game, and I thought that was, uh, um, you know, he's a very engaged um both verbally and, and with his game, and I thought he, uh, um, you know, he stepped up in Logan's absence, you know, 100%. The Teal Report will continue from Philadelphia right after this on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge-watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog, because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. He scores! The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is on 24 hours a day. Whether you're in the office or on the go, make sure that you download the Sharks SAP Center app presented by Western Digital and hit listen anytime. You can also find us on your computer by going to sjsharks.com listen. If it's a game broadcast, breaking news, or a player feature, the place to find it is right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. Philadelphia may be 5-3-2 in their last 10 games, but they've lost three straight contests, including perhaps the most disappointing defeat of their season thus far. A 6-2 drubbing on home ice against their arch-rivals, the Pittsburgh Penguins. While San Jose, with 37 points, is three points behind third-place Calgary in the Western Conference and Pacific Division race, the Flyers are in a bit more trouble. They're 13 points behind the Penguins in the race for a wild-card spot. And so you could say that Philly is in desperation mode for tonight's game. In an unsurprising move, Coach Mike Yo gave us his starting goaltender for tonight. Yes, Martin Jones is going to start against his former team. Um, uh, This is not about uh, Hartsey in last game. I I don't think that we played nearly well enough in front of Hartsey to give him a chance. This was something that was in the plans for a while. Um, and, And excited for Jonesy to get that opportunity. Philadelphia has been a really streaky team this year. 
They had an 0-8-2 stretch during which they replaced Coach Alain Vigneault with Yo. Then they put together points in seven straight games, including the one that they got at the Shark Tank against San Jose on December 30th in the overtime loss. But since then, the Flyers have lost three straight games, and they've been outscored in those games by a tune of 16-6. to Former Shark defenseman Justin Braun, now patrolling the blue line for the Flyers, says the team is not making any excuses despite the obstacles. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, can't make excuses, and it is a... Uh... It is difficult, you know, with the coaching change, not many practice days, and uh, guys uh, in and out of the lineup don't know who they're going to be playing with. Uh, you don't know who's going to get called out that day where they can't play. So it is tough, but it comes down to, you know, work ethic and attention to detail. And, you know, those are the things that are important. That you just got to make the little plays to uh, get the job done. Braun is relying on his experience as a member of the Sharks organization to help the Flyers get to where they want to be. When asked a question about vocal leadership or leadership by example in the Sharks locker room during his years in San Jose, Braun said that both played a role whenever the Sharks had trouble. Uh, We had a little bit of both, you know, uh, Jumbo did a good job holding guys accountable. Um, You had guys like Pavs that would just go out there, you know, get the job done. Um, you know, but we, we had that culture for a long time there. When I showed up, it was, you know, we're going to be tough to play it at home. You know, you had to be ready to go every night or, you know, you were going to hear it from either the guys or the coach. So, you know, it was uh, the accountability there was, was good. So, you know, I think we need to get to a point where we're, we're like that here. We're ready to go from the drop of the puck. As always in this day and age, there might be a lineup tweak here or there for both the Sharks and the Flyers. In fact, you might want to listen to the Sharks Audio Network Sharks warm-up show just to make sure, because coaches are making changes day by day and minute by minute. One thing we do know, Aiden Hill gets the start in nets for the Sharks, going up against Martin Jones, the man who is second to Yevgeny Nabokov for most wins in Sharks history. Tune in at 3.30 Pacific time for all the action. I'm Dan Rusinowski. That's it for the Teal Report for today. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.